0: Very good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Supervalue GA podcast on wearecalvin.com. Damien Donoo here on today's show. We're going to be looking back over the weekend's All County Football League results and um, asking Paul these maybe a bit of humble pie because we, we did say last week, well, I say we did say, I said last week, End of Flanagan is fly in flying form, maybe he should be on the county. What does he go out and do this week, Paul?
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's get a few things right here before we go on. (laughs) First of all, I think you'll find I said he definitely should be on the county panel.
0: Okay, I think what I said was that maybe he's the answer on the inside line or maybe he's the scoring forward we need, was it?
1: Yeah, and that's where I have to eat humble pie. I'm embarrassed, Damon. I have to say, (laughs) my cheeks are red here at the minute. A lazy bit of analysis. I said he's not an inside forward, but sure, I should have known I remember seeing yeah. Enda Flanagan play when he was fourteen or fifteen for Virginia College. I think it was on the 3G pitch, and I remember thinking, "Who is that fella?" I went and he was playing as an inside forward, and he was absolutely brilliant. And I went in front of who he was, and then I figured who who he was Ronan's brother, and he was superstar in the making. Yeah. Talking to a around fella, um, he told me that he he's always seen him as an inside forward. And proofs in the pudding. Hat trick two weeks in a row. Bravo <laughs> and the Flanagan. Absolutely brilliant. He's got seven goals in three games. Like that's the stuff Messi would be over the moon about. Sometimes I think the players play better for the clubs when they're not involved with the county. Because the fresher.
0: There's a whole debate on which could take an entire show. But you could you could be right. Yeah. Like you know, he's probably he's a time to get over his injuries. He's a bit
1: fresher, and he's probably in tip top form, whereas some of the county boys have probably had a tough run of games, set seven county matches in nine or ten weeks. Maybe have a few in injuries, running repairs, now their clubs need them and maybe they're, they're just finding that, that. Now I've been off for two weeks so I haven't been at any games but maybe they're just finding the, the pinch at this time whereas Flanagan is fit fit and fresh and, and loving his football. And two hat-tricks in a row,
0: it's not... It's. I can't remember it happening. It's huge. And, and the interesting thing, now that you're just bringing that up, I'm, I'm thinking back to the games I was at and the reports that I've read. I'm, I'm struggling to think of a county player that that is standing out in the reports that I've read. That's, you know, absolutely Lord. Martin Riley actually, Killegarry appears to be. Um, Grodon McKeown and and Barr. After that, both of
1: those fellas are always brilliant for their clubs.
0: Yeah, yeah, regardless of, yeah. of what it is. But it's it, it's interesting, and it's also interesting that both of those are probably Calvin's most consistent performers as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, I would agree. Yeah, no, it's it is it's very interesting, and um, a lot of players seem to be picking up injuries. Yeah, um, Thomas but, Galligan I know, broke his foot in training a few weeks ago, and James Galligan now has an injury, so the two Galligans are right for lacking. Um, That's right. There's, you've probably heard of others. There are players picking up runner repairs. On the plus side, I think Kevin O'Reilly is is returning to fitness.
0: Back in uh, yeah, back into full training, I think this week. Um, so a big, big plus there. But what we might do actually, I was just thinking of that that off air. Um, what we might do is do a, a kind of an update for the Monaghan game. So go through the panel because I've I've heard quite a bit on 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 different injuries that are clearing up more than more than the ones that are going the opposite direction so um we we'll, we we'll, we'll we'll bring a bit of news maybe on the Die Hard's podcast later in the week. Um staying with the All County Football League though we we'll, we will start with Castle Rahendida another win um, to beat Coot Hill 3-10 to 2-8. Um the other story here is that my man, I'm going to call him my man from now on, Shane Sexton, another great game. I'm just trying to remember exactly what he scored, but I think he got two one or two two or something like that. Um, you d- you discovered him, <laughs> <laughs> hatched him in a shell. I did that. <laughs> no, but absolutely uh, uh, okay. And and I was also told during the week he's only nineteen. I thought he was overage from the twenties, but apparently. I don't know. Apparently, he he wasn't interested in going into the cavern on the twenties. So, um, could, Hill, could Hill seem to be able to bring
1: through these lads that you mightn't he- have heard much about through currently on the rage teams and all that? That's happened a few times, and then suddenly that a fella comes into the senior team and he's fully formed and ready to rock and starts playing really well. I've seen that a couple of times with could Hill fellas.
0: Yeah, yeah, like it's it's uh, is is it maybe a a kind of a towny thing that that they have those silky footballers, you know, the, the because they have access to maybe more kids they play more games of football that was always my theory as well about, about the whole town team and
1: country team like they used to say about Calvin teams way back in the 30s and it was a big thing in Kerry as well that the, the backs would provide the the country teams would provide provide the backs and the town teams would provide the forwards and mm. th- there's a clear logic to that like if you think think about if you were living in a country way back in the 30s or 40s you're more than likely a farmer and a farmer the qualities that were prized in a farmer were you needed to be tough and brave and just put the head down and do your work. You just needed to work. Like. Yeah, you need to be a worker yeah. and that was probably all the same qualities that was in a defender. Whereas uh, the townies maybe had a bit more time on their hands. They were associated with more people. Living out in the country, you might see people in your own town land but nowhere, nowhere else. This is back in the day. Mm. Whereas townies were probably meeting lots of people every day. They were kicking ball and they had, they had the skills. As Jim McDonald said to me one time, there's never been many many farmers since the 30s really played with Cavan because they were always too busy. If you were a farmer back then, you were you hadn't time to be spending a full day away playing football and around the country with the county or whatever. Cavan teams generally had a lot of professionals right mm-hmm. through to the 40s. The All Ireland winning teams were full of doctors and vets and dentists and and um, teachers and yeah, yeah army officers and things like that, which is very interesting. People probably think that Cavan thinking back to the Mullerhorns and the and the Corner Fans and all that back in the day that Cavan were a real rural team but they weren't but a lot of those traits come through. I'm a big believer that there's every club has its own little football culture I really believe that and I think every county has as well it's something that's overlooked the clubs and counties tend to produce the same type of players and the, the same characteristics and teams down through the generations so it's very interesting I could hear they're bringing through another really good young forward yeah definitely
0: Um D- yeah, young young Sexton doing it again. Enda Hessen getting on the scoreboard as well, but he he doesn't seem to be in the same form that we associate with Enda Hessen. He only hit the one point, but um, Castle Run showing no signs of slowing up. Anyway, it uh, it looks like they're on the charge for another year. Yeah, Kyogi Bear back at the helm, and I mean, I I I
1: had that feeling about them last year. Would you know there was a que- the question mark was. Would the bellies be full after winning that championship Had they worked so hard to win or would they actually be sort of um, free from all the pressure now and be able to unburdened by this thing that's hanging over them that mm-hmm. they hadn't won a championship and would they actually go on and, and play a bar? There could be a couple more championships in, Cass, Ryan.
0: why yeah. not? The age profile suggests there's no reason why they shouldn't be. You know, and, and my point on it is that they're in the habit. They, mm. They've been in the habit of preparing to win a county final for five years now. You know, it's, that's, that's not an easy habit to break. That's right. I've, yeah. I've been off chocolate for Lent and I'm hoping that habit stays <laughs> with me a bit longer. There's more chance of that break. At <laughs> um, second game, Lacken taking on Cavan Gales. Um, I think Declan Meehan was the story here more than anything. He scored about six points, I think, in their victory over Lacken. It finished one thirteen to Cavan Gales, 1-9 to Lacken. Um, apparently a very very feisty affair I you was, hear I always is.
1: Between, I didn't hear anything about this game but it always is between the, the, those two teams and the Gales generally generally do win a close game that's in, okay in the championship last year the Gales blew lacking out of the water over in Corner Fame but in general they're very close like it, there was a league semi-final a couple of years ago where where the Gales won it with a late goal I think Um they went to extra time in the Championship. Lacking actually beat them one year in the Championship. Um, they're always very close. Generally, the way that game goes is Lacking would pull it up to the Gales for a long spell and the Gales would pull away and win it by two or three points. So it would be interesting if that was what happened again there, do you mean?
0: Yeah, no, well, at half time, the Gales had worked up a, a, a lead, um, 1 9 to 4 points, and okay. they were playing against. Sorry, the Gales were playing with the wind. Um, Raymond Galligan played in goals. The wind was so strong that they they put him in goals to drive the ball out so that he could get the ball out. And then second half he came out and played in the full forward line for Lacken. So, um But Declan Meehan scored and six points, four frees.
1: Good scoring, yeah, because um, he hadn't been hitting the heights so far. I know I was at the Rammer game and he only came on that day. So, uh, right. I mean, he's always been a very good footballer.
0: Yeah, yeah, just consistency. You yeah. know, if, if he could if he could hit a level of consistency on his top level, he's he's definitely county material, I'd say, because he's physically strong, he's big, he's fast, he's accurate. You know, just you, you need to see that top level more often. I remember one championship, he was absolutely lighting it up um, in the group stages and having a conversation with a man who knows a lot about football. I was saying, that man has to be on the county. He was saying, just... Give him another game or two. Let him let him show. And I, after three games, I've seen he has to be on the count. He says, "Look, that's the best run I've ever seen him on. He probably should be." But then the conversation never came back again because the following two games he didn't really, you know, set the world alight at all. You know, he kind of shied away. I think he may have actually got sent off in one of the games mm. or something like that. So, just well, he if, definitely if, has an awful lot of.
1: A lot, lot
0: going
1: for him because he's, 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 he's very fast as
0: well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so that's that's putting Cavan Gales in in a healthy position now with four points from their three games. Kingscourt Stars were taken on, or sorry, Killegary were taken on Kingscourt Stars in Killegary, and the Stars came away with a big win here. Your usual suspects coming out with scores. It was seventeen points to Kingscourt and one five. Who got the scores? Would you reckon? Yeah, uh, Barry Riley probably got nine or ten of them. Yeah. I wouldn't not be surprised. Too far off it. Um
1: Joe Dillon's injured. Yeah. Um Joe you know, we talked about that last week. Ah, sure. I I imagine the likes of Shane Duffy and maybe Young Shackleton were probably among the scorers as well.
0: Um may have been, but Philip Tinley. Oh Philip Tinley, yeah. Philip Tinley had a big, big game now. I yeah, he's, he's
1: come back to his best form since last year. He was brilliant in the championship last year, and seems to have carried
0: that through. I think he, I think he scored six points from wing forward, um, all from open play. Barry Riley, I think, got five or six or something along the same lines, but uh, quite a few frees. Um, but Tinley, now I, 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 I can't remember what other game, but he scored three or four in one of the earlier games as well. So
1: last year he got four points in a, in, from playing the championship against. Um, against Crush and I think he might have been playing a wing back that day possibly a wing forward but he was brilliant but he's always he's always had a great boot on him he it's probably an overlooked part of his game he can kick points from 45-50 metres and he's extremely fast yeah so like those two things are the whole, and he's tough as well yeah but I, I talked to a Kingsford fellow over the winter and he said to me we really believe that there's another championship in us because I was kind of saying look you're in it was for an interview I was doing and I was saying look, are you in transition there and he said, no. <coughs> he said, well, we possibly are in transition. He said, but we really believe there's another championship in, there in us. He said, there's a, there's another kick in fellas even that have won a couple of championships. The Kingscourt are going to be dangerous because they have that belief.
0: Yeah, well, the Kingscourt, like, I was just looking through the Kingscourt team and, and there's a lot of kind of new names on it, lads, lads of, that you could definitely put the tag, it's in transition because the likes of... Um, Paddy Mead played a wing back the midfield was Kevin Curtis and Sean Bork. I think I remember a um, uh, McGrory Cup final the one St. Pats were in wasn't it Sean Bork was playing midfield for Kirkham Cross they well, were in the, good, yeah.
1: the, 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 the huge big huge big lad well yeah. over 6
0: foot you've you've Robbie Roundtree you've Keane Sheckleton Daryl Martin is a lad I don't really know of. Uh, he's been there a long time. Older, he? yeah, He's been on and off the team.
1: He's been there since, since, I'd say he's got a medal from 2010.
0: Oh right, okay. But there is there is a sprinkling of younger lads, and as you said, young Duffy there as well. A few more that would suggest it is transition, but then when you look at the Pork Faulkners, Terry Riley, Alan Clark, Joe Dillon, Barry Riley, you know, Philip James Pinley. Raleigh. So many of them have so much experience. So it's you know, it's 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 not a, a complete transition. It's it's hopefully for a King's Court point of view that they're they're just bedding in new boys with the older boys, which is a perfect mix usually. Yeah, well Meade is a very good player. Like uh, I don't
1: think his best position is full back. Even though he was kinda coming up the ranks he was a full back and um probably lost his confidence with the Cav Miners in twenty sixteen. He ended up losing his place and he was captain that year. But he's come back now and and they've thrown him out there wing back. I think they threw him out wing back uh in during the lacking game and he 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 did very well um strong lad physically and can play ball as well natural defender as well so you've caught McKeown there as well, who's tall thin um steely defender like
0: gets stuck in mm. that, um they are they're, they're, they're decent yeah they they have they have a lot they've a lot coming in fairness. Um, moving on, good win for King's Court. Moving on to Rammer. they worked out a draw against Ballenyah. They were down by two points. Got the last, sorry, yeah, down by two points. They ended up getting an equalising score. I think it was through a, a Jack Brady free. Um, Ballenyah had the opportunity. Well, sorry, they had a free tw- uh, in, in injury time to win it, but it was I think outside of Shane Finnegan's range, who again is is lighting up the scoreboards. Um, my only surprise was I was saying this to you off air. Why didn't Killy McBride take it? Yeah, the way he's been playing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's he's got the winning goal two weeks ago. He got the equalising point last week. You know that was that was that was Killy free all day. <laughs> I, I can't understand what sort of manager doesn't let like Killy Shane, McBride take that free. <laughs> Shane must was the it Yeah, <laughs> great
1: start, great start there, with yeah, that's a good result for them. I mean, mm. um, Banyana at this stage. Have got to be favourites for that intermediate at uh, very early days, but they're probably be a lot of people's favourites anyway. But they they seem to have regrouped very well, and and they're all putting the shoulder to the wheel.
0: Yeah, Cullen Maguire seems to have played very well, scored three points, um, and Simon Cadden continuing in the vein of form that he started in the league. In um, you know the, the, when when you look at what they have to come true, still like the the starting forward line um, was think was it Carl Maguire Simon Cadden Ben Smith uh, Gareth Mannion Killian Maguire James Brady so no Ado Cole no Conor Bradley um, you know they're, they're still still on their strength and very very talented yeah there's a lot of pace in that forward line <coughs> um, but
1: yeah Carl Maguire's always been a quality operator there yeah. wing forward and there's four Maguire brothers on the senior team at the minute as well which is very there's interesting there's
0: actually four played I was going to bring that up four played together for the first time since they it was the first time four brothers played together for Ramor since when was it the four brothers of the McDonald family obviously Brian Derek Kevin and David um, so that was 25 years ago actually yeah if they're as good as the McDonalds, they'd be good because they were <laughs> the bedrock of two senior championship winning teams yeah so Enda and Liam joined come on um, as subs and Cahill and Killian obviously started so for Yeah,
1: Caden's Kaden, been doing playing very well the thing with Caden is he's always been an excellent athlete like he was a very good boxer as a young fella that's right yeah. he's always been a great athlete and could cover the ground <coughs> very agile and all that but I think the county training probably a couple of months training he did with the county would have, must have brought him on to the next level because he looks very physically imposing now and he's playing, playing great ball there at the minute
0: yeah plenty of talent there anyway and, and for Rammer to grind out a result like the previous week they scored so freely against <coughs> Coot Hill they needed to maybe see what it was like on the other side you know a, grinding out a draw in that situation is good for development as well so that's you know I know they'd have been expecting to beat Balignac but to to be in a battle like that will do them no harm No it'll do them no harm they'd have lost Brian O'Connell um, he broke yeah. his jaw I think it was
1: his own man collided with him against Goodhill and he's out. When I a broken jaw, which is a loss because he, mm. he probably is the key man. Um, yeah. I just it's an awful shame he's not playing with Kevin. I think he, did, he he opted out himself, and I think he might be going away for the summer. I'm not sure, but um, he's a real key man for for Armor, so that, that, that's going to be a loss. They played they played Lawrence Caffrey midfield against um, the Gales. I don't know was he playing yep. against Balian. Yeah, he's a Mossy Core type player. Young lad as yeah. well, but um a stopper gets gets through a lot of hard work and Covers good a huge in the air. On the ground yeah. yeah i i I like him now I think he's because Rammer have been weak at midfield the last few years, even though in the championship it wasn't their strongest line um so Caffrey could come and in watch. and do a job for him there
0: yeah can kind of fill it, because putting Killian Maguire into the full forward line coming up he'd have been a midfielder all the way, so you know and he's physically huge man but you you'd have imagined if Bino is gone from midfield like Killian Maguire is going to step in there. They also have Ronan Patterson another lad played county minor midfielder so they should have enough talent yeah, coming is in. Yeah, Patterson injured or what's going on there? I think he actually came on or maybe came on the, the previous week. Um I don't know if he's injured or or what exactly is going on there but he's he, he hasn't started Either game, I don't think, yeah. uh, well, any of the last two games. I don't think he started in the Championship
1: last year either. I know, we came, I remember off the top of my head, he came on against Cass Rand, up in Cross Keys. I don't I mean, think he, he definitely wasn't getting starting place last year. So um, it's probably time for him to be making a, getting a move on and getting breaking into that team because I, I, a great athlete.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and with great potential too. Like when you've seen him at on the Ridge, you'd have said, there's a county senior in the making. Yeah. Is, like, it, his weakness of, of his game is his kicking.
1: Mm. Um, and I think it's because he played a lot of rugby, and he probably probably didn't just kick enough football uh, growing up. But he's a brilliant athlete, great in the air, and just just one of these lads that
0: that have it. Mm. Speaking of one of these lads that have has it, um, a young lad, I'm, I'm very impressed with from what I've seen of him, and coming from a rugby background as well, Cormac Timoney for Ballinay. I think he has he has a lot of the attributes that a, a county senior. Could need. He's very strong. He's determined. He can cover ground. He's intelligent on the ball. Extremely intelligent on the ball. Um, I think. I think there's a, there's a there's a lot of young talent to be watched. I don't know is he under twenty still? Cormac Timoney. I think he is actually. Is he? Uh. Was it It was twenty seventeen that the miners
1: got to the All Ireland semi final. Yeah, he's the same age as James yeah, he, he was on that, so that was, They were all under twenty. That was twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Still on the twenty. So. Yeah. He's a big, big fella. He always play, he he kind of looks like a midfielder, but he always played the centre half back usually. Mm, yeah. Uh, or wing back. So. Yeah, no. I, look, he he's definitely one that you, you'd have to say it would look odds on to be a county senior if he sticks at it.
0: If he sticks, is right. Yeah, Shane Finnegan. I'm just trying to remember. Finished up, I think, with three or four points um, to his name. It was again. He's he's another. He's a corner forward that has massive potential. Um, but now he started Division One League football and started like a rocket. Like he's their he's their go-to man when. You know, you're missing Niall McDermott, you needed somebody to step up, in step Shane Finnegan. Yeah,
1: no, he's doing really well. Yeah, He was, again, always was a good footballer and was a very good soccer player as a youngster as well. Um, yeah, I, he's full of tricks and he's fast and he's accurate. So what
0: more do you want than a corner forward? Well, that's it, that's it. Actually, I think it was five points he finished up with um, for the day. So a great a great start for Balignac. Um Second last game in Division 1 was Mullerhorn against Gauna. Um, Gary coming away with a three point victory here. Um, the story of this one actually is a young lad coming off the bench and making a huge impact. And I'm I'm presuming, and I I, I think I'm right in saying it's Gary Donahue's son Ryan. Um, Gary who's with Terry now in in Leitrim, but obviously led Cavan Miners to. First Ulster title in how many years? 37 years. years. So, um, But came off the bench, scored two points when it was a draw game and and then a free at the end. Somebody else tapped over to make it a three-point game. But just full of energy. Big man too. Well, definitely over six foot and, and mobile, very mobile. First time I've seen him now in a while. I remember seeing him in an underage game a couple of years ago. Now I know he was troubled with some injuries, but... Um, you know, looked like he had plenty going for him. That's the first time I've seen him at an adult level, and and he made an impact when maybe other forwards that you'd have expected from Gauna just weren't having the same impact. You know, um, there was a real good battle, a couple of real good battles. Callum Moosey and Ushin Pearson was a, a, a Titanic battle, and Key and Riley and Key and Madden, and you know, I I, I I thought they were very interesting battles to watch because. N- no man backed down everybody all four went for it and kept on going for it and didn't shy away from it and it was it was, uh, it, it, was it was it was it was needing a forward for Garner to come in and, and grab the game and, and Ryan Donahue was the man who done it
1: There you go yeah must keep an eye out for him now that's a local bragging rights go to Garner on this occasion but sure Long road, yeah. That's what you've been it telling is, your lads.
0: It is. Look at it, it's. It's a long road, and, and and in fairness, it was. It was again. It was the same story. Mullerhorn are in the position to win games, or definitely get points from them. Coming up, I think three, four minutes to go. It was eight points apiece, and going to kick on with three points, and, and just Mullerhorn had in the reaction now, a little bit of misfortune with End O'Reilly, Shane Shields both going off. You know maybe 15 minutes to go 10 minutes to go in the game lost Kevin who before uh, or at half time, just before half time, and we're going into the game without Paul Brady without Colin Riley without Matthew Hines uh, obviously the, the longer term ones P.P. Galligan and Philip De Gunner and the likes of that so all in all I still think that, that it was a good performance from Oluhorn now Gowna were missing Conor Madden and Robbie Fitzpatrick came on he scored the last three to put them three in front but, um I think it was it was actually a good performance Was from McKeever playing McKeever was playing fullback, yeah full back again, yeah that's yeah now that's his, I think his first game this year though okay, I think he was injured up till then, so um, but again just so composed on the ball and can still break out of the fence at pace, you know that that if you're putting a high press on and you're you're doing well on it, you know you're turning the team to go lateral all of a sudden McKeever just breaks a line and yeah. there's a gap yeah. and you're going oh Jesus we had them you know but uh, no he's he's look at still plenty of life in, in the old Fox yet <laughs> yeah the silver Fox
1: ah look it I remember I wrote a piece when he, when he retired from playing with Cavan kind of extolling him because he was he's something that McKeever yeah. like, probably not appreciated there's been a few outstanding footballers uh, in Cavan over the last 15 years that really haven't haven't probably got the recognition they deserve. Like Martin Riley, probably starting to get a bit of recognition now, but mm. d- definitely didn't. And like they were, they were as good as a, as whatever went before, in my opinion. In Cavan yeah. Like McKeever, <coughs> you could imagine Martin Riley or McKeever slotting in on the ninety seven team, no problem. Like mm. yeah, they just have the qualities.
0: Yeah, definitely have the qualities. And and it's, there's a few, and there's a few others there as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely is. But uh, yeah, Mark's Mark's back, so. It's um, dangerous times ahead for, for opposition, full forwards, having to chase up Mark the whole end of the field. Um, the final game saw uh, Lara taking on Law and Crushlaw came with a very convincing victory here. Uh, 2-12 to 1-4. The story of this one is um, Patrick Lynch at full forward. I think he finished with 1-7 or 1-8. A, 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 a really good display. Um, and and we we spoke about this yesterday actually uh, briefly. Considering the lad is only eighteen, and last year when he came on the county final didn't look anyway out of sorts, and now seems to be the go-to forward for crucial already. He's a he's another prospect that you can definitely see county senior material. Ah well, yeah, without a
1: doubt, <coughs> for a lad to play in a county final, and I think he might have scored two points in the county final, and and. Did not look one bit out of place last year. Straight away, he's one for the notebook because he's he was only seventeen. Um, he's got he's got physique, like he's he's as big as most grown men, and he's he's still growing very much. So he's only he's only eighteen years of age. He's an excellent free taker, and he's a ball winner. Now the question I have is how does he have the pace? I don't know. I'm not saying he does or he doesn't. But if he has pace, uh, he's a Calvin senior player, definitely um, in in make in the in yeah. the works just as, hopefully fingers crossed he keeps fit and he keeps at it um, from a cabin supporter's point of view I think you'd love to see him coming through there because he's an exciting player
0: yeah it's. Uh, I saw
1: him in the under 20s last winter on the 3G like, he just ran amok in a couple of games he's mm. absolutely absolutely excellent yeah
0: and, and, and composed composed even under the tackle because Krushalad in fairness to them to get a lot of good early ball up Like they, he doesn't have to wait until four or five defenders are around him you know, so he can he can be that bit more composed. But even if there is a couple of defenders around him, he's physically strong enough to be able to hold them to to work a, an opportunity out of something that doesn't look like it's there. I remember him scoring a, a goal, was it, against Rammer in the under-20s the last year. And, it you know, it didn't look like there was a goal on it, it. It didn't really look like there was a score on. And one drop of the shoulder cut inside and and, and he had to finish then from, you know, 13 metres. So there's there's a lot of a lot of strings to his bow he's mm. he's definitely a talent to look forward to anyway but again Crushlaw sitting pretty on top of the table um, that's two wins and a draw from their opening three games interestingly enough no team is um, no team has maximum points in Division 1 probably saying that it, there are non-stop competitive games the fact that there's the 12 teams in Division 1
1: yeah yeah it it, it is yeah no
0: it's it's a good division that Lara probably are struggling there A bit now at the minute Huge injury problems though Yeah Like Shane O'Rourke Is missing um, Is it Colin McKenna um, Owen Cooney oh, Somebody I met a Lara man the other day And he was telling me Seven seven of the starters From last year's Championship semi-final Aren't
1: mm-hmm. Available Sounds at the a bit like Muller Horn now With absentees and injuries yeah. It goes to show like the two teams that have come up having one eye games yet, I think
0: I'm right in No, yeah, only one point between six games. So it's a uh, yeah, look at it shows it's difficult and when you do come up you need everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 can't you can't come up on their strength. You've got to come up and be strong and, and um look at time time will tell how how the season pans out. we've we've a bit to go from tent to getting into that top four at the minute, but <laughs> I'm sure I'll be reminded about it again.
1: We know the potential of Cavan, boys and girls, men and women, and we value how the GAA unites our tribe. We don't run from where we're from. This is our home.
0: We are Cavan. We believe. Not everybody's lucky enough to be from Cavan. But for 100 euros, you could be lucky enough to win a new house in Dublin.
1: All profits raised will help fund the Calvin GAA Polo Ground Centre of Excellence. Go to www.winindublin15.ie to learn more.
0: Kieran Callahan Electrical. Shine a light on your future. Check out www.callahanelectrical.ie or phone 049 433 0111. Brady's Arva Limited, Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Um, But interesting, Just we'll we'll move on into Division 2 and then we might just recap at the end of the whole lot, but in Division 2, and we'll try and go through this a bit quicker for folks, Ballyhays against Ku finished in a draw, um, 2-8 to Coo Hullins and 14 points, I didn't hear much on this one, it's a draw, Oliver Ogle's refereeing, um, so it, no surprises a draw really, he likes them, <laughs> I'm only joking Oliver, um, but it's, uh, again, Ballyhays, you'd imagine losing a manager that it would have thrown thing into turmoil but they're sitting on top one point clear at the top of that Division 2 and, and I still think they're without Kevin Tierney through injury um, I'm not th- too sure if Sean McCormick's back either
1: Yeah but they all could stay David Brady's playing well
0: Right So yeah, but good start by Valley is excellent start Handful uh, Bill Torbett beat Arva 1-7-1-8 um, in Arva a, a, a narrow victory for Bill Torbett um, Arva on their strength again missing a few players lads were away skiing came back very late on, on, on the Saturday night didn't start the game then came on but um, by all accounts when it gets into a dog fight Bil-Torbert are good in dog fights Yeah they are, yeah.
1: are. Biltorba are very hard to beat Yeah They're very hard to beat you get nothing easy against them like they've been there thereabouts, about an intermediate level for about 3 or 4 years now um, and Arva have certainly dipped they, Yeah they, they definitely have dipped they've lost a few players and um, I just don't I'd hate to see them go into free fall because they were such an exciting team coming up um and went from junior to senior in a short space of time, and probably unlucky to go back down but the 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 year they went back down, they got a very tough draw. I think they got something like Cavan Gales Rammer and Cas rahan
0: that's right yeah, yeah. um i they' really got three top teams yeah Semi finalists and suppose,
1: Lavie yeah, and Lavie they got so they got they ended up with with the, with the champions of the year before and and three of the four semi finalists yes. resulting in that year so that was very tough and um so the, I'd hate to see them go into free fall and maybe slipping again because hopefully they can steady the ship because they're a very talented team
0: yeah they're sitting second bottom with no points from their three games at the minute Shercock against Knockbright, Shercock won this one it was one fifteen to two. Goals and eight. I hadn't heard much about this one. Um Bill or sorry, big one here now. Butler's Bridge beat Lavi three ten to sixteen points. I think the bridge were down, was it six, seven, eight points, something like that, and came back and won this one. All with the caveat of Fergal Flanagan missing, Quevine O'Reilly, two ladies, Johnny and Killian, and I think Martin and John Fitzpatrick. We're both missing as well Jeez, So I don't know win. who was left
1: That's some win But they did it last year Against against Arva uh, In the quarter final Of the Championship Where they that's lost Kevin right. Riley after, after a minute or two Of the game And went on And produced a massive upset Yeah That was a huge upset On the day um, That's right th- There's obviously
0: There's obviously Quality there on the bridge Plenty of football Yeah there seems to be Apparently um, Young Paddy Lynch or um, Paddy McPhillips, sorry, played very well. Oh yeah. Um, again, and that's this is his first year at senior level. Yeah. So you know they have they have talent coming through. There's definitely lots of that coming through. My only question on them is: Have the physically big men? They're going to have to play a style of game that that doesn't doesn't rely on on winning fifty fifty ball. But when it comes to actual ball skills, they have lots of talent coming yeah, through. Yeah, but and and they're going to get stronger because. They've had some very good underage teams there. Yeah, yeah. Lavi were missing Jerry Smith out through injury. Um, not too sure how serious that was. And Chris Conroy went off injured. Um, yeah. So big losses yeah, there. But
1: picking up Knox, last thing Kevin
0: need. Yeah, yeah. Um, Killing Care picked up a huge victory over Bailiaburra. It finished 117 to 7 points. Um, uncharacteristic, I suppose, Killing Care beating Bailiaburra. Ballyborough have always had the hoodoo sign over them, but this was absolutely comprehensive. There was no uh, no shaking it. I think young Rory Farrell has picked up a shoulder injury, um, which is a reoccurring problem, and now has to get an operation. Michael Argue wasn't playing. He's out with, with injury. Now, on the, on the mend, apparently, um, but but he hasn't played, obviously, with Ballyborough. But for Simons, as you'd expect, done most of the scoring. Um, and Kieran Cusick, I think came on and got the goal for Killing Care. Peter McCabe broke his eye socket um in a training five, six weeks ago, um was back five minutes into the game, broke his hand. <sighs> Jeez, <laughs> Poor that's terrible luck. So we wish him a speedy recovery, but um interestingly enough Paul Brady seems to be doing well for, for killing care, big cheese. Yes, I forgot that he had switched to to killing care. Good yeah.
1: addition, I suppose, to killing care. Like
0: yeah, he's played in county senior finals. That's it. That's it. And when you've lost Noel McGovern through retirement, you needed somebody yeah. <laughs> like that, and and you couldn't have handpicked a better man. Yeah,
1: and you always see when lads switch like that, they they tend to get a new lease of life
0: themselves. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Final game finished in a draw was Drumlane against Corranfain, one ten a piece. I didn't hear much about this one at all. So um, we'll go through the table in Division Two. So it's the Romar Energy All County Football League Division Two. Ballyhea is sitting on top with five points from the three games. Then you have Corranfain, Shercock, Lavy, and Butler's Bridge, all with four points from the three games. And then down to the bottom, it's Arva and Swanland Bar with no points for Arva from three games, no points from two games um for Swanland Bar I'm just looking, it says the Bill Torbitt game. Or oh, sorry, Swanland Bar Den actually was called off. And I break it in mumps, apparently, in Den. No vaccinations up there. <laughs> and it says and and uh who's the other team? Shercock and, and Swanland Bar must have their game was called off last week, I think. Okay. Um, moving on to Division Three um, the Michael Fitzpatrick Architects, All County Football League Division Three, going through the results on this one. Templeport went down to near enough neighbours Killeshandra two twelve to nine points. Killeshandra doing what we expected to do, coming through that division at a steam train pace. Shannon Gales were beaten. They had a long journey over to Drumgoon, but they were well beaten three fifteen to one goal and nine. Drumgoon so are going go well. Yeah, well, hit it, they hit a bubble in the middle, didn't they? They were beaten by. Who beat them? Somebody beat them in the second game.
1: Yeah, but the Burns back very well and they had a good win Hills, the of force. Their
0: own beloved. Yeah. Yeah. That like they, they have they they definitely seem to have uh look at looking at their team on paper, it's gonna take a bit of time. Like it's a young team. There's a lot of lot of young players, but when you're racking up three fifteen in games, you're you're doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. Was a good manager there. Yeah knows what it takes. Shamrock's again doing well here. They beat Kildallan. Did you did you fall out of love or fall in love or where, where's, where's the relationship at this point? It's on the rocks. Me and Kildallan are are just. You know, is, there, is there even any talking? we communication? communication? Sep- no, it's a picture of no sound. <laughs> We're living separate lives at the minute. Kill three to- or sorry, three eight. Kildallan fifteen points. Um, Corla conceded to Ballamacue, which is unfortunate to see. Um, there a lot g-
1: of talk about Corda in the, in the off-season that Corda were really struggling for numbers this year and that there was, that there was t- serious talk about amalgamations, possibly amalgamating um, at adult level maybe because they're, they're amalgamating at juvenile level obviously. Anyway. Yeah, they're in a uh, creve, which we'll but, come to in the Die Hard's podcast later in the week. Yeah, but I'm afraid to mention anything about Corda because <laughs> i got an awful... An awful bit of abuse the last time I wrote. It. What I felt was a sympathetic piece of recorder, but that's a couple, maybe a year, year and a half ago. But it's it's very difficult. I think there was there was thirty four children in 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 the national school down there, St Patrick's, um, formerly Tullyvye. Where the where the principal is Breda Maguire, who's mother of Leona and Lisa, right? And um, it's very difficult to work up those kind of numbers. Like well, just trying to bring. Well, let's say you have seventeen boys there on average yeah You've that's seven, you, from the age of 5 to 12 you have yeah. 17 boys like even if you got every single one of them playing football and got them through it's still you're only going to bring tr- you're going to bring through 17 players in 7 years you know and that's if you get absolutely everything which is impossible like best case scenario you're probably only going to get half of them mm. some of them are going to be emigrating some of them are going to play ball you know it's it's very difficult for for the club and you know they're probably going to have to they're probably going to have to have a serious discussion
0: yeah, it's 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 unfortunate and I, and to they see. And there really are, there are clubs that are
1: doing things the right way. They have good facilities. They're putting a big emphasis on make, maximizing what they have. And yeah. Look at what they're doing with, with Darren Crieve, the, the, one of their quarter players, captain the the Samoa's team that won the World Cup. Um, <coughs> excuse me, Kevin yeah. McGovern.
0: So there really are. There's no wastage there. It's just a numbers game. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Nobody likes to see the the conceded. Sign up on on the website at all, but look at hopefully hopefully things can turn around and maybe look at it's it's a location issue and that's just the harsh harsh reality of it it's it's something that um barren barren work and and you know employment of some sort keeps people or brings people to that area you know it's going to be very very difficult for I, a Corda, I remember
1: a uh drawing with red hills in the junior championship in about ninety eight or 99, 98 I think and it was absolute robbery that Red Hills got the draw it was a quarter final and Brendan Dolan I think his name was was playing he he scored 3-1 two of his goals were as good of goals as I ever saw in Breffley Park top corner from about 30 yards he was dynamite and Red Hills had a fella called Barry Mulvaney who I believe you want to say this he had he had a left foot on him which was like Michael Meehan And I'm not exaggerating. You ask anyone about Barry Mulvaney, how good he was. Um, He went to England for work for years and he was back. At this stage, he was coming near the end of his career, but I played reserve football with him. And his left foot was, he was a huge big fella, about 6'3", really strong. um, And just a majestic left foot on him. Like, I'm talking, this is no exaggeration, (laughs) 60 metres out on the wing, he could put the ball over the bar on the run. He was, I remember talking about him in school to to the lads at the time and I used to be saying, there's this guy in Red Hills and He's he's just a, he's just unbelievable, but he he wasn't he was getting near the end of his career. He was just come on for the senior team. But if he come on and got the ball in his hands, like literally within 30 yards, he could put it in the top corner, and that's what he did that day. He came on, he pushed the defender in the back, and put the ball in the roof of the net, and then he got a point and he equalise it. And it was robbery. And um, Red Hills were not, Red Hills were probably good enough to win the championship that year, mm. and Corner were every bit as good. And Red Hills went on Won the replay well And then um, Lost to Mullerhorn In the semi-final And then Swan the Bet Mullerhorn in the final But I suppose at the time You had the Quinn Empire was going well There was more employment In West Cavan You had Swad won that final 21 points to 7 mm. Against Mullerhorn That's right. But Cora could have easily Well not easily Cora could have won The junior championship That year
0: Yeah Look at You never it's know what, what, what the way twing, Things may twist uh, Mahara Were beaten by Drummer 7 points to 4 16 um, Red Hills went down to Mount Nugent one fourteen to thirteen points, and Drung continuing winning ways three fifteen to one eleven against Muncher Connaught. Drung are the story of that division three, really. You know, considering most people would have thought that. Well, they've lost so many key players over the last few years, but they're they're they're. Where this coming from? Because they haven't had a huge success on their edge. Well, they're sitting pretty with three wins from three. fair play to it's a phenomenal start by Drum. Because all the talk was that Drum and Kill were going to amalgamate. amalgamate for
1: yeah, maybe just the uh, the still are for the intermediate championship. That's what I heard. Right. Okay. But, um,
0: well, I'll tell you what. On on I on, could on could that, showing, that now. on it. that showing, it would it would be um, Kill are going pretty well too. Will Kill have one win from their three games? Okay. Um, so it actually, I, I I thought, I thought one of the maybe there was a, a close run game earlier on um, yeah they were beaten by Drummond Lee in the first game then they lost to they lost to oh yeah Muncher Connacht very close game though two points but it's it, Drum under the management I think it is of Paul O'Connor um, they seem to be just pulling a lot together and, and pulling everyone out that's needed Tiernan Riley the McIntyes are all leading the leading the line Um, Paddy Michael and Declan, Declan, all, all playing very, very well for them. So, you know, it, it's amazing how teams evolve when you think that everything is just going to fall away, and and all of a sudden you're top of division three. It's a phenomenal uh, start to the league for Drung. They they're joined on top with McHugh and Kilishandra, all with maximum points. Um, and then down the bottom end of the table, it's Mahara with no points. Corla with two points, courtesy of their win over Mahara. Um, still, still in the hunt though. Drumleee, Drumgoon. Um, I'd, I'd say pretty much anybody that's on two points is still in the hunt at this stage. You lose three games, you're starting to slip away. But if you've only lost two, you, you still have a chance. So it's uh, it's an interesting that All County Football League Division three is going to be very interesting because some of the runners that you thought maybe out in front haven't just come up um, as yet and and drawn out a surprise package. But well done to them. Um, so looking back over and we'll, we'll finish up on this one. I'm just trying to think back now of now. Granted, we haven't we haven't got a huge amount of information on Division Three and Division Two, but Division One, our county players didn't stand out this weekend. Yeah, but, uh, I, I
1: actually I I think there's probably an element of minding themselves. Even though um, <coughs> they're probably probably need to be playing themselves into the form, but they're probably minding themselves a wee bit. Maybe some of them are just have just a bit weary and and have had a tough spring campaign of it. I personally I think that this this um, that something's going to yeah, give. For Vermont, I think Dublin County is going to be separated in, in years to come. Because this can't this can't go on. You can't. It's you're totally flogging county players there. Like you're asking them to play seven matches with the county, and they're very tough games and training and everything else. And then go in and play five or six matches in a month with their clubs, where they're expected and to be per, the best. Proof is in the pudding. You've just asked me the question. Yeah, they're expected to 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 lead the whole thing again. Like when that's probably when they could do it, uh, recharging the batteries and and getting into tip top shape. Because as soon as that's over, they're in playing with the county, and if they don't play well with the county, they're a bit. They're they're getting abused few small angles too, so it is tough. I I simply for county players in that situation.
0: Yeah, and and they're training, <coughs> they're training hard at the minute. You know now they're twice a week with the county on Tuesdays, on Fridays. You know, so they're they're doing they're doing quite a bit as well. So it 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 just I suppose it, what what maybe disappointing me a wee bit is that we seen last year a lot of injuries been picked up. As a result of the county boys training throughout April with uh, with the county, and then you know playing the games on on the weekend with the club, and it didn't look like there was any rest. It didn't look like there was any massive downtime for them or, or to rebuild. Now maybe you haven't the time, I suppose, if you're talking 18th of May. So you have to get into it with with the county. It's uh, yeah. The more you look at it, it's just so difficult. You can't you can't please all masters. I remember interviewing Dermot here about. Before
1: the Clare game, um, not last year, the year before that, or yeah, 2018, was it? Yeah, the uh, first game of the league, yeah, uh, the first game of the league, yeah. And yeah. he was t- yeah, saying he, he had had an injury, but like he played all through the National League the year before that. He went in and played with his club, then he played with Cavan, <coughs> then he played with his club right through again, and they got to a Division 2 league final, I think. And he was at it for the full 12 months, and there was no rest, he was expected to. He was expected to be the star man for Calvin, probably, and expected to be the star man definitely for his club. And Mm. there's no, there was no real rest to it, like so. It's just one of those things. What can you do?
0: Yeah, yeah. It it it's
1: it's the difficult
0: life of being the best you know you have to You have. I'm to sure to. I know all about it here on the podcast <laughs> um, but yeah we'll, we'll keep up to date with all of the All-County Football League results this weekend as well um, but later on in the week on the Diehards podcast um, if you head on over to patreon.com forward slash cavin, you can subscribe to the Diehards podcast a very very minimal fee it's only $5 a month Um, And for that, you get additional podcasts. We're going to be bringing you the team of the week. So, folks, get on to us on social media. Let us know the players that you think deserve a position on the team of the week. Um, On that show, we'll also be looking back over the Brock um, St. Pat's final. They were beaten by OMA CBS in that final. Um, We'll hopefully be catching up with somebody from the Cavan Ladies after they picked up a massive win down in Fitzgerald Stadium in um, in Kerry which put them through to a semi-final this weekend they'll be playing Waterford we'll be previewing that on the Diehards podcast um, and we'll also be looking back over the under 17 um, finals in Division 3 and Division 2 where Killing Care and Darren picked up the Cups uh, one little fact that I was told during the week here and you might, you might be able to confirm or deny this I didn't know it but somebody told me that Carl Crotty who has would it be seven or eight senior championships, mm. something in around that for, for Calvin Gales. His father, Donal, was part of the seven in a row yeah, Krishla. for for Law. And his grandfather, for Corn of Fane, has seven senior championships. I did not know that now. Now, I could be way off the mark here. I yeah. could be way off. But I a d- man told c- me that because what he was saying was that Carl's young fella Has to be odds on To get seven senior championships <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that at all That's very interesting
1: when I know that um, Carl's father came from Closer to the Banyan End of Crushtown Parish Anyway So that would maybe Or more towards Corner Fane there So maybe it's possible
0: Yeah well actually The location is The location is Very very close to all Because The home place for the Karate's house is at Castle Cross on the right hand side So If you finish off that road You go I'm not sure how far down there But you're in Corn You're in Corn yeah. You know so They all come very very close that's together That's very interesting Yeah if, if, if that's true That's a Leave it with me and I'll check it out That's a dynasty Thanks very much folks For listening to the McEvoy's Super GA podcast And don't forget to tune in To our Diehards podcast Later in the week Oh one last thing the Den I keep on forgetting About this one Den uh, GA they're, they're, they're opening up The Paul Fitzpatrick stand um, In St. Matthew's Park Keys It's on Monday The 22nd of April That's this Monday coming The bank holiday Easter bank holiday Monday At 4.30 So head out To Crosskeys for that Should be a great day um, a, a wonderful Wonderful occasion To see the Paul Fitzpatrick stand Being opened <laughs> <laughs> Yes it was great Yes it was great
1: Yes it was great stuff and Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Jarvan, nice you in, Kevin. nice a Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonough, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Javon. What a day he is having.
0: Oh, this is brilliant! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. How Yeah! you? How are you?